It's the most wonderful time of the year. Cause life is a garden, this podcast is starting, will bring you good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Welcome back to a very special episode of Life's a Garden. It's our second annual Christmas special. So grab yourself a hot cup of cocoa. Strap in or strap on whatever gets you hard and get ready to fill yourself with the Christmas spirit. It's episode 80 of Life's a Garden. It's beginning to look a lot more dentless everywhere we go. What's up, everybody? Let me go ahead and just start off right away by wishing all of you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever it is you may be celebrating this year. Happy Holidays to all of you, and thank you very much for joining me today, tuning in for the second annual Christmas special. Very excited about it. Um, I love this time of year. It's probably, you know, it's definitely my favorite holiday. I know it's pretty much everybody's favorite holiday. But um, we only do two holiday specials, and this is one of them. And I'm very excited to be doing it again this year. Now, if you recall last year, I had mentioned that I had ordered a sweater weeks prior and it had never shown up. In fact, it it completely never showed up. It didn't is not it not only didn't show up on time, it didn't show up at all. Well, guess what? Here it is. This is the one I was going to wear last year. No dance, if you don't know, it's the Crystalia thing. I say it all the time. And I and last year I was way more into it, and I thought last year it would have been more fitting. But I told you all, if any of you listened to the last special, I told you I was going to wear this this year because I was hellbound and determined that I was going to be getting this Christmas sweater. Sure enough, here she is. Now I did have to reorder it because Delia's store came back up, and he had this. He put this back on the store, so I ordered this from there and the funny thing is like last year I also ordered a second sweater because I was going to a lot of parties and things like that this year I didn't necessarily want to wear the same sweater and I wasn't going to wear that old grandma sweater I wore last year so I had ordered two guess what other one still isn't here yet this one does have a tracking number on it and it it does say it's on the way, pretty much almost here, so I guess that'll be next year's sweater. So look forward to that. But we are no dents this year. The Irish Santa is out in full force. I told you a couple weeks ago that I truly am the Irish Santa. When your boy gets tipsy, when he starts drinking a little bit, he becomes very charitable. Likes to just throw money at people. Likes to just be like, hey, 
Have whatever you want to drink. Hey, I'll buy your dinner. Let's go on vacation. Let's go to Vegas. Why the fuck not? Things as that. What I failed to mention before, though, were the, were the, like, obviously that's pretty much the basics of what makes me the Irish Santa. But I got to thinking about it, and we should distinguish the differences between the real, the real Santa and the Irish Santa, okay? Now, obviously, real Santa, he got the white beard. Irish Santa, he rocking the red beard. We know this. Uh, Santa, Santa says, you know, he does the ho, ho, ho. Well, instead of ho, 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 the Irish Santa will go, hoi, toy, 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 toy. Hoi, toy, 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 toy. And instead of Merry Christmas, he'll say, Merry freaking Christmas. Merry Christmas. Now, Irish Santa still likes cookies. We got the cookies here. I got two sets of cookies. Irish Santa still loves cookies. The difference is, instead of milk, you leave out whiskey. Milk and whiskey. Or, or milk and whiskey. Cookies and whiskey. Or you can put whiskey in the milk. Whatever works. See, I'm drinking hot cocoa. But because I'm the Irish Santa, we put a little Baileys in that some bitch, you know? Spice it up a little bit. That's how the Irish Santa rock and rolls up in here. You can do cookies and whiskey. Any alcohol will do, really. And, or you can do milk and potatoes. We rock either one of them. That's how the Irish Santa rock and rolls. So... Those are the semantics of being the Irish Santa. And we say, uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas to all. Or, sorry, let me use the, the accent. Merry Christmas to all. That was a terrible accent. I'm just going to do it normal. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good fight. There we go. Joke failed because I fucked up the accent. All good. We keep on rolling. That is very good, by the way, with the Irish cream. Highly recommend it. Um, as I had mentioned, I I've gone to a couple parties. Uh, oh boy, last night went to the Cutthroat Christmas party, my band Christmas party. I got lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. We had a lot of fun. It was a great time. Played some music. Did Secret... Or, uh, we didn't do Secret Santa. We did White Elephant. We had some funny gifts. Um, and some good gifts. It was, it was a nice... It was a perfect combination of good gifts and joke gifts. And I think everybody pretty much got exactly what they should get. Drew... Okay, check this out. Drew Drew got, like, a bow and arrow set. It was just, like, a... Like, a practice set. It wasn't necessarily... You know, it, it was, like, plastic. It wasn't really, like high quality, you know what I mean? It's it's a it's a practice set. And so the geniuses that we all are, we decide, "Hey, let's shoot it in the house." Of course we're not going to do that upstairs. We go downstairs. Walls are all made of concrete. These guys are shooting it. I was like, "That thing's going to ricochet right back at us." Sure enough, boom, comes right back at us. Where, did that stop us? No, of course not. 
So we all took turns. Lo and behold, it came to be my turn. I wasn't wearing shoes. And I shot that fucker. It hit the wall, bounced back, and smoked my toe. And the second it hit me, I knew I fucked it up. It didn't it didn't do that that much damage. When I took the sock off, I swore to God my nail had come off, but it was just a nice little hunk of skin. Um, I do have the video of that, and I will insert that here. On the inside, I had better luck. Aim for that push, push. Get that good, good. <laughs> there, so now you saw exactly the kind of fun that we were having last night. Almost shot my toe off with an arrow. Uh, what else happened last night? Yeah, no, it was it was just it was an overall good time. Drank a little bit too much, and so I have just been a walking corpse all day today. It's all good. I'm here doing the thing. We're recording way late at night because I stayed in bed half the day. I've discovered. I will say this: I've discovered the best way to just get over the hangover is just sleep till noon. Who'd have thought? I'm not that type of guy. I don't like doing that. But it works. Even though I still felt like a piece of shit all day. But I didn't feel like hungover as much. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, the other Christmas. So, well, what else? Did, I'm trying to see if I missed anything last night. We did our giveaway. We did a, a, a giveaway, a merch giveaway. A lot of people got put into that. That was really cool that that people got involved on that. We got a lot of shares, a lot of likes on that post. So very happy about that. Couple we, we gave away two sets actually. So that was cool. And then um yeah that was pretty much it. You know, it was a good time. Thanks to Drew for hosting. Um and he cooked a great we had some burgers and brats and it was amazing. I was full as hell. Full of booze too, <laughs> and I was full of a lot of that. Uh, but the, and then we had a company Christmas party uh, a week ago, and I told you before, I get super hyped up about the company Christmas party because I don't know. It, it's just it's kind of the time when we all get to see all the coworkers let loose. Um. Just kind of hang out with everybody, not at work. It's the only real time you get to do that all year. Spent a lot of money that night, too. Fuck me. Um, and that was great. <laughs> but I bought I bought my bosses a shot, and both of them were like, Why? like, we're supposed to be buying you the shots. I was like, well, technically you are. You signed the checks. So technically you are still buying it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was... It was a fun time. The problem was there was a UFC fight that night. One, of course, I really wanted to watch. So I had to kind of juggle a little bit of doing both. I had my, I had it on my phone. I really only wanted to see the O'Malley fight and the uh, Poirier fight. I watched the full O'Malley fight. I, I watched all of it, really. I watched the O'Malley fight. I watched the Poirier fight. I even got to see the Nunez fight. Surprise there. I really wish I would have put some money on Juliana Pena because that was a huge upset. Would have made some real dough on that. But I didn't put any money on that fight. And then Dustin lost. That wasn't necessarily a surprise, but disappointing because I, I was a, I'm a big fan of Dustin and I was hoping he was going to win. 
But I do like Charles Oliveira too, so congrats to him. And then my boy Sean O'Malley, first round TK or first round KO victory. Um, but yeah, it was kind of sucky that I had to balance the two. It kind of took away from my like presence there. I I felt like I wasn't all there for it, you know. It it kind of was a bummer, but still had fun nonetheless. Um, just hanging out with everybody, can't complain. You know, we had a good dinner. Oh, dude, also got food poisoning a couple of days ago, or uh, last weekend, and I don't know if it was from that dinner or something I ate the next day, Sunday night, well, Sunday night, Monday morning, 2 a.m. Monday morning, I wake up in the middle of the night, my gut is just like, it's like, I don't know, it just, I felt like I was so full, like I'd eaten so much, or I had... So it just had that feeling. It wasn't like a stomach ache, but just I felt like I was like full. I was like, God damn, why'd I eat so much? And then all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, I'm going to throw up. And uh, it was not, you know, it wasn't one of those things where, like I said, not a stomach ache. It was just one of those things. My brain was like, I guess we're throwing up here. So I got up, went to the bathroom, stood there for a little while. Sure enough, threw up. Now here's the thing. I don't throw up lightly I only throw up violently so therefore I hate throwing up and I guess maybe it I I don't know that it necessarily was food poisoning but I can't think of anything else I didn't have a fever I didn't have chills I didn't have anything to indicate that it was just like a flu bug or anything unless my body was just like hey that's enough alcohol but I hadn't even drank that much that day so I don't understand what happened there. But that sucked nonetheless. But yeah, those are the Christmas parties. And that was a lot of fun. I, I always enjoy doing that. And then we got, obviously, Christmas itself coming up, which is a just a big party too. I don't even really... I, I think I know my plans for that. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure it'll be a blast. I'm sure it'll be great. Um, of course, as always... Your boy can't help himself but to go over the top when it comes to Christmas presents. Can't help myself. I tell myself every year, okay, I'm just going to buy, like, not cheap stuff, but I'm not going to, like, overspend on people. I'm not going to, like, blow my wallet off the charts getting people presents. Or, if not that, it's like, I'm only going to buy, you know, these certain people presents. These are the only people that I really think I should be getting presents for. And then I'm like, oh, wait, but I should get him a present. Oh, wait, I should get her a present. Oh, but then there's, you know, them too. And that's just, it just keeps going. So, of course, I'm wearing the no dents shirt, but plenty of dents at Christmas time. Plenty of dents. Going overboard. Doing too much. Spending enough money. Spending too much money. And uh, that's just how it goes sometimes, you know. And it is what it is. And we move on. But, you boys got a few dents. Speaking of which, though, I will say this. Um, the giveaway for... I mentioned it last week. I was going to do a giveaway for the uh for a $25 gift card to anybody who shared or liked the 
past videos. I tried that last year and it worked pretty well. I got good shares, didn't get a lot of views. And unfortunately, we're not doing a drawing this year. Now, I want to say this real quick because there was in fact one person who did share it, who actually listened to the episode and shared it. And she knows who she is. Lisa, thank you very much for always being a fan of the podcast, for always listening, for sharing and doing all that. Um, I hope you understand that it's just not worth it for me to... I know I said I was going to do the $25 gift card. And I promise I will do something to uh, thank you for being such a, a fan of the show and for listening and actually participating. But it's like the whole point of that is to get to get uh, views and to get uh, more subscriptions and things like that. And that didn't work. Now, partially, that's my fault. I, I didn't necessarily... I only really talked about it on the podcast, which tells me nobody was listening. And that hurts my heart but it was kind of my fault I didn't necessarily make a post about it like I did last year and also uh, kind of broke I'm not broke but it's just it, it would have been more worth it to me if I would have got more people to do it and it's kind of my fault so therefore Lisa I promise I will do something to reward you for helping the podcast and for always listening. So thank you for that. A big thank you to her. Um, and I, and just to prove that I'm not going to be a total piece of shit. Um, I am, I'll take the $25 and I'm going to, uh, donate it to a, a charity of some sort just so I don't. So my conscience isn't completely shattered and I don't look like a piece of shit. So hopefully everybody can understand for that. Uh, so yeah, no drawing this year and I'll do better next year to actually have something more planned. It's just been crazy hectic lately. Lot Just busy, busy, busy. And so I kind of shit the bed on that. So I am sorry. I apologize for that. Don't put me on the naughty list. Um, it has also been snowing a lot. Now, here's the thing I wanted to say. Snow makes... I, here's what I think, and I've heard this before, and I totally believe it. Snow makes you automatically a stronger person. You have a, a higher capacity of willpower, and, and like it just it gives you adversity. You know what I mean? You have to actually, like... It, it's like a level of adversity that you can't control. You just have to, like... Stick. You just have to like put your nose down and and push forward. It's like it's it's interesting, and I've I've heard that a lot. That's why like that's why you, like New York are like way tougher than like Californians because they have to deal with snow and stuff all the time. Whereas California has it so easy. Probably why most of them are just like raging pussies. So I've just it, it makes sense. Like I. I guess I can't speak upon Texas. Texas is supposed to be like this tough place. But really, 
like you could say the same thing Texas to to Montana yeah I think Texas is kind of pussies compared to us like they don't understand the adversity that snow puts upon a person in in multiple facets in fact remember when they got the snow I made the whole thing about it how they were just a bunch of pussies yeah I, you know like they they had no idea what to do because they'd never faced adversity like that so the so I appreciate the snow. I hate it, but I appreciate it because it makes us stronger. And now I got a four wheel drive truck. So driving in it, it's not so bad. Okay, I want to talk about this. Here's something I've thought about for a while. I've been waiting specifically for the Christmas episode. To bring it up. And now is that time. For anybody with children listening. Please. Avert them from this section. Of the podcast. It's nothing dirty. But I'm about to. Absolutely. Ruin. Santa Claus. Not in the fact if he's real or fake. I'm going to ruin Santa Claus in a way that might even ruin it for adults. Because it's time that we recognize the truth behind St. Nicholas. We currently live in a cancel culture society. And I wasn't sure when the time was going to come. And I never thought it would be me who was going to be the one to do it. But it's time to cancel Santa Claus. I hate to say it. I've always loved the guy. I always thought he was a great dude. And, but, but until it dawned on me. Santa Claus is a slave driver. And you heard me correctly. I didn't say sleigh driver. We know he does that. He is also a slave driver. Every depiction of Santa Claus in any movie, any, any tale, any book, any whatever you want. Elves. He got the elves. And what did the elves do? 364 days a year. They make toys. It's never once indicated that the elves ever get a break. It's only indicated that they work 24 hours, not maybe not 24 hours a day, but they work every day of the week. Have you ever ever caught a, a glimpse or a whiff or any such of an elf? getting compensated for their work the only day a year they get off that they don't have to work is the one day a year Santa Claus has to work the one day what is he doing the rest of the day he's just chilling he ain't helping out he ain't making toys he ain't he's just getting fat and happy 
All he does is show up and reap all the rewards. They do all the work, and all he does is fly around and give you all the stuff. That's it. That's it. How about this? Yeah, so, so yeah, no compensation. Uh, they live in the cold. They don't live in ideal living conditions. This is a straight sweatshop, folks. Wake up. We got to realize this. We got to understand what's happening here. It's like a, it's like a, a work camp. This is like Auschwitz. What do we, what, what, what would be, it's like a North Polewitz. It's secluded off to the world. No, no contact to the outside world for these people, for these elves, these poor, helpless elves. No compensation whatsoever. Worked to the bone. Fingers work to the bone. And if they don't make a deadline, oh, I don't even want to know. Any and every time I've seen a Christmas movie, if an elf is fucking off or trying to have fun or is or not doing their work, they get fucking scolded, baby. Now here's another thing. The Santa dude wears red, white, and black. You know who else's colors were red, white, and black? The Nazis. Oh, and did I happen to forget his name is Klaus? German. German name. Saint Nicholas. Nicholas Klaus. Santy Klaus. You think you can hide? Santa is the equivalent to Hitler. Now, I don't know that he's murdering the elves. I'm not saying he's as bad as Hitler. Let me just clarify that. But you tell me, after everything I just said, it's not a little suspicious. It's not, it doesn't kind of, the pieces don't fit. Like, they fit perfectly. This is exactly who Santa is. You think his name's Rudolph? Uh uh. Judolph. <laughs> oh boy. I might have just ruined Santa forever. And if anybody in the woke mob were to hear that, they 100% would get on board and actually probably petition to have Santa canceled. I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. And also, this is the fact, how has Christmas not been canceled yet? Re- theor- like, realistically, or attempted, I'm sure it has been attempted to be canceled multiple times. It, it's, a, it's a literally a religious holiday. And the fact that, like, so many people wouldn't be, like, offended that it's a Christian religion holiday... You know why it hasn't been canceled yet? Because it is an absolute bag buster for the corporate entities, for all the uh, corporate America. It's bag busters. Uh, And, yeah. I've been dreaming of a woke Christmas. (laughs) 
You know it, man. I can't believe that it hasn't happened yet. And I'm and best rest assured, it gonna happen. It's gonna at least be attempted to happen. Now, on that same note, speaking of woke Christmas, let me also say this. Now, I'm sure this is not the first time that this has been a, a thing, okay? But it is the first time that I've seen it. At least at the capacity that it's been at. Before I say this, let me just say, I have no problem with this. I'm just pointing out an observation that I've made. That being the fact that no other time in my life have I ever seen more Black Santa decorations. I don't know if that's, like, because of the culture shift. And I it's not my first time seeing Black Santa decorations. Let me just clarify. But I've seen a lot of them this year. And it got me to thinking about Black Santa. And I don't necessarily know if that's a reasonable idea. Hear me out. I'm not saying Santa has to be white necessarily, but a black Santa, here's the thing. We all know what Santa does, right? He breaks into your home. He puts, you know, obviously brings gifts. He's a bringer, not a taker. Nonetheless, breaks into your home. Now, I'm of the observation I think black people have had a hard enough time when it comes to people like if somebody broke into their house and the things that happen to black people when they get broken in when they break into people's houses I'm just saying I'm not saying I, would, I don't even own a gun but I'm saying there's a good percentage a high percentage of homeowners who if they saw Santa Putting the Christmas... Like, obviously, anybody breaks in your house, you're going to be on alert. doesn't matter who they are. You look, you see Santa, and, and, and you just see the backside of Santa. He's putting the presents there. You're like, okay, all right. He turns around, and it's black Santa. Daddy, let me tell you, I'm not saying it's me. I'm, not, I'm just saying, chances are, that Santa's getting pumped full of a full clip of coal. I'm not saying that's me. Not saying I'm doing it. I'm just making a hefty observation. And if you disagree with me, I bet you most black people would agree that that's probably what would happen. In in uh the Santa Claus, the the movie The Santa Claus, Tim Allen, he gets arrested. You're telling me the cops wouldn't just shoot him if he was if it was uh Jamie Foxx playing Santa? Come on. Come on. You know, I'm, I'm, this is controversial. This is a controversial Christmas special all around. I called Santa Hitler. I'm saying Black Santa probably doesn't make it through a full night. Just, that's my observation. <laughs> it's a controversial Christmas. What can I say? <laughs> Jesus. I might get canceled for this. 
I have no problem with black Jesus or bl black Jesus. I don't have a problem with black Jesus either. I don't have a problem with black Jesus or black Santa. No problems whatsoever. But see, and this is coming from the Irish Santa. Remember this. I am I am in support of all Santas. See for the for black Santa. You'd probably leave out milking what chicken? Oh man, I'm gonna get in so much trouble for that one. Hey, I made fun of the Irish too. No holds barred, baby. What does that tell you about whites? Milk and cookies? That's so vanilla. How about how about how about chicken and a boat of gravy? Huh? Or Hennessy? How about a Hennessy and and some Newports for Santa? For Black Santa? I don't know. I'm not in charge of the Black Santa department. So they can ask for whatever they want for in, in exchange for the milk and cookies. The Irish Santa wants whiskey and potatoes. And that's the way it is. That's just the way it is. Oh boy. Speaking of movies, now I want I do want to talk about some movies. I talked about them last year a little bit. But this year what I want to do what I want to start doing rather is I'm going to pick out a couple holiday movies and do a little like review on them. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, not not necessarily review, but I'm I'm just going to point out some some things from these movies, okay? Or give little facts, things like that. Before I get into this though, let me just say this. Went and saw the new Spider-Man movie the other night. I ain't an ass. I ain't gonna spoil nothing for you. If you haven't seen it though, get your ass out there and see that movie because it is, without a doubt, the best Spider-Man movie that's ever been made. It's I ranked it in my top 10 all-time Marvel movies. It was that good. It's very, very good. And I will 100% be going to see it again. And also, you know how much I hate the movie theaters. I said this before, too. And I was verified in what I said. That Marvel crowds, nerd crowds in general, Star Wars, Marvel, things of that nature, on opening night are the absolute best crowds you could ever be at. On a premiere night, these are the true fans. And they don't talk. It's like you're all in sync with each other. When it's a when it's a solemn moment, you're quiet. When it's a joyous moment, you're cheering or you're laughing or things like that. It's perfect. Those are the only movies I will ever even go to on the premiere night anymore are Marvel movies. So that's just a little side piece. Just want to let you know. New Spider-Man movie. Kicks ass. Go check it out. Um, but I, here, Okay, so the movies I'm going to review. And I have to bring my phone out for this because I have to... I, I put the notes in my phone. I made the notes as I watched these movies this year. Which, by the way, let me just say this too. I've watched more Christmas movies this year than I probably have in any one single year. Mostly the same ones that I've seen before. But I've watched more Christmas movies this year 
than any than I have in any one single year. Let's put it that way. And I'm fucking happy about that. I, there, there's so many good Christmas movies. There's a lot of bad ones. And I even like those ones sometimes. So, we're going to st- we're going to do we're going to start the reviews, the first ever Christmas movie reviews with one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies ever, Elf. Okay? I'm not going to really like let I'm sure everybody's seen Elf at this point, so I really don't feel the need to give you a synopsis of the movie. You should already know the movie Elf. Okay? So, Will Ferrell stars in Elf. I would have to say that is probably one of his all-time best characters. And he's so good at just, like, bringing a character to life and kind of making it its own while also being Will Ferrell. This one is kind of just a uniquely specific character. It's not... There There are the hints of Will Ferrell in the character, but not necessarily, like, in other movies like Step Brothers or... Like, Talladega Nights is a good example of a character that he does. And Elf is, I think, one of them. It's not as obvious, but it's... He just does such a good job of playing this, like, childlike character. And I absolutely love it. And the the movie is, like, great for kids and adults. Anybody can enjoy it. Um... Let me see. John Favreau directed the movie. The same guy that brought us Iron Man brought us Elf. Are you kidding me, dude? John Favreau is a goddamn saint. He is a gem of a human being. And if I met him, I'd probably suck his dick. Because he's brought me so much, so many hours of joy. And I can't thank him enough. John, and he was, he's the doctor in that too. Um, here, here's just a few of the notes that I wrote down. So the one elf in the beginning, the elf who says, uh, who he's like, how many Etch-a-Sketches did you get done today? Uh, what does he say? Like 95 or something like that. That's a lot of Etch-a-Sketches to get done in a day. Again, slave labor. For, for, I can imagine getting 90 some Etch-a-Sketches done. And he, he, his, his, uh, Quota was like a thousand for the day. He was supposed to get a thousand done in a day. Or something like that. Um anyway, so he uh that elf though, the elf that says asks him how many extra sketches did he get done? That is the same kid from uh Christmas story. As an adult playing that elf. That's the kid from A Christmas Story. I can't remember his name. Billingsley, I think, is his name. Or, yeah, I don't remember his name. But that's the same kid. Okay. Um, of course, I can't do a review without saying, Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. One of the best lines of the whole movie. Also, how complete... Like, just the fact... is so random. Those little characters and all that. The, the little... Uh, Puppet characters or, or claymation characters, completely pointless to all of it. It made no sense, but that's just kind of like the the absurdity of the movie itself. The elevator. So he gets on the elevator, and he hits all the lights. Right, he's the one guy comes on, and he sees how the lights go on, and he lights them all up and goes, 
Looks like a Christmas tree. The guy, why he just rode the elevator all the way up. When when he gets off, half the lights are gone. So he just rode up the whole way with him. Why would you not just get off and just get on a different elevator? That made no sense to me. Um course can't forget to mention the gorgeous Zoe Deschanel. I she is every bit one of my top celebrity crushes cuz she's just gorgeous first of all and she can sing beautifully. I just had to give her a shout out and she's a blonde in this movie which is a double plus. She's hilarious too. Uh the mom in Elf is the same mom from Step Brothers. So she plays Will Ferrell's mom in two different movies. When Will Ferrell filmed the scene where he had to eat the spaghetti covered in all the candy and chocolate and stuff, he had to film it three times because the first two times he threw up. <laughs> and I can't blame him for that. I love that too, that the whole syrup on... on a, I'm actually wearing elf socks too, by the way. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so in the movie, he talks about how he got a full three hours of sleep or like two hours of sleep and still had time to build the rocking horse. So clearly, like, he's a superhuman. We, we, we know this from the fact that he throws the snowballs at an insane pace. Like, just some, like, obviously his ability with the Etch-A-Sketch, his ability to, like, decorate a whole department store in one night. He's a superhuman. He's not, he's not quite as good as an elf, clearly, because they kicked him out. But he's not as bad. Like, he's, he's better than a human. Like, he's got some abilities here. How, though, does he only require, like, two, two to three hours of sleep? Like, he's still a human, that his biology didn't change because he lived with the elves. So that was confusing to me. That's a head scratcher. Of course, Peter Dinklage is in this movie. Tyrion Lannister. Now, f- most people will always recognize Peter Dinklage as uh, Tyrion Lannister. And that's, I mean, of course, that's his biggest role ever. But I will forever associate him as Miles Finch from Elf. You're an angry elf. Must be a South Pole elf. Beautiful. Like, it was, it was, that's the, I think that was one of his first gigs. Also, did you know he was in a band too? Badass. Um, Buddy was going to kill himself. That's something that everybody kind of just glances over. That, that would have made that movie, that would have changed the narrative of that movie really quick. If you don't remember, toward the end of the movie, he's like walking up onto a bridge and he's just like, I'm not wanted anywhere. Or like, nobody wants me. And you could tell he was like, think, he was about to jump over the bridge when he sees Santa crashing into the Central Park. He was going to kill himself in a child's movie. That's pretty dark. Um, of course, we know this. We know that I stand by this. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. And Zoe Deschanel takes that to, you know, she she starts singing to the crowd. Couldn't pick 
a worse song to sing. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Black Santa Claus is coming to town. Also, there is a Black Santa in that. The the guy who does the department store. He he does Santa. Um That's the worst Christmas that's one of the worst Christmas songs ever. There's like no lyrics to that. It like just repeats and repeats and repeats. Terrible song. And I get it. It worked for the fact of like him flying over them and then being like, he's coming to town and there he is. Like I get the that part of it. Also, I love the fact that ten percent of the Christmas spirit needed came from James Kahn. From Buddy's dad, Walter Hobbs. Uh, I guess because he was on the naughty list, and then all of a sudden he's a believer, and he's got Christmas spirit again. I don't know. It's so funny to see James Caan in that role, too, because he's such a serious actor. And to see, like, Buddy be like, can you tuck me in? <laughs> um, but, okay, so that pretty much covers the whole thing. But the most important thing I want to point out, okay? The absolute, 100% most important thing. The guy in the warehouse, when when Buddy goes to the mail room and is doing the mail stuff, the guy that he gets sauced with is in no way, shape, or form 25. I'm pretty sure he says he's 25 or 26 or 27. It's something like that. I'm going to look it up. Buddies. You're my best friend. That's it. You're my best friend. You know, buddy, You're nobody my best friend. around here listens to me. I yeah. got really good ideas. I believe it. I know. I'm right. I listen to you. You have great ideas. I, I just try to go to the flow, you good. know? Go with the flow. Yeah. Go with the flow. No, I got to get out of the flow. Well, then get out. I'm in the flow. That's what got me here. Oh. I gotta, I'm 26 years old. I got... 26! What? Look at this dude. Let's find a picture of him. I want to see where he's just like standing there looking at him. 26? Are you fucking joking? You're telling me that guy, this guy right here. Okay, yeah. You're telling me that guy is two years younger than me? I'm 26 years old. Who the fuck wrote that in there? Also, if that guy really was 26 years old, uh, yeah. He was drinking a lot on the job and smoking cigarettes and this. Holy shit, dude. He looks 46. That that's that of all the absurdities within this movie is the most absurd thing in the movie. Hilarious. <sighs> um okay, so that's elf. That's my little like synopsis, my little like all my little tidbits that I wrote down for elf. Now the second movie I would like to talk about is a much less popular movie, one that I don't know a lot of people have seen, but I certainly thoroughly enjoy this movie. And that is Jingle All the Way. So I will give you a brief synopsis or a brief, like, you know, little rev- uh, go over of, of the movie. So basically, 
this movie features Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the whole plot of the movie is him trying to find this toy for his son for Christmas because he waits to the last minute, forgets to buy the present, and the present is like the most popular present of all time. And they're sold out. There's no presents. And, like, he's basically... He gets all these little leads that somebody's giving away a new... It's Turbo Man. The new Turbo Man toy somewhere. And he's just, like, running around trying to find this toy. And that's basically the movie, honestly. It's just... It's about, like, adults... The whole movie is about adults suffering to get their child what they want and make them happy. Also, he's kind of, like, you know, a very busy father. Like, he's not really the guy that's, like... He he's late to all the events. He doesn't show up to the kids' karate game in the movie. All this and that. He doesn't, uh, you know, he's busy with work a lot. Things like that. He's an absent. I wouldn't say an absent father. That's not the right word. But he's he's just like not always around. He's busy a lot. Anyway, so that's the basic part of the movie. Now I watched this movie again this year, and this was the first time I had thought this. My my first thought when I finished watching the movie was, how in God's name was Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad the best actors in this movie? Because they fucking kill it. To be honest, like it's kind of like cheesy at times. It's kind of hokey, but those two fucking sell me. Like Arnold actually has some pretty good moments acting wise in that movie. As opposed to some of his other films. Sinbad kills it. He's got great comedic timing. He was pretty pretty good. And Tom Arnold did fine. You know. Or not Tom Arnold. Uh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman did fine. Like I, I appreciated his role. He didn't do bad. But dude. Everybody else in the movie. Trash. Sucked. Donkey dick. Rita Wilson. That's Tom Hanks' wife. She clearly didn't pick up any tips because she is horrible in this movie. And then you got the son who is played by the kid who plays Anakin in the first uh, in Star Wars Episode One. That kid, I mean, you got to give him a break a little bit because he's a kid. Dude, how the hell? Because that movie came out before Star Wars. So how did they see that tape and decide, oh, this is the kid that's going to play Anakin. How what, how did that translate? Because he does not do a good job in this movie. And here's the thing, too. Every The one thing I feel like people forget so often, and it's so important, but it's lost on the people... Anakin was born of the Force. Okay? He was born from the Force. He had a Metachlorian level of, like, a lot. I don't remember the specific number. Like, thousand or something like that. I don't, I don't know what, like, a, a high Metachlorian count is. He was born of the Force, you know? And people forget that. And I think they should remember. They need to be reminded. He's like Jesus, dude. He was a... His mother was a virgin birth. She didn't... She didn't... She didn't get... Uh, she didn't do it. It was it was a he's like Jesus. Anakin is Jesus. And then he turns into Darth Vader, so he's not really like Jesus, but that's beside the point. 
<laughs> uh, anyway, so that kid sucks in the movie. Uh, oh, where's my... Th- okay, so... Kid and... Oh, the scene where they go to... Okay, there's a scene where he's trying to find a toy, and they're all, like, bootleg toys, and there's, like, this whole crew of Santa con men, and uh, Jim Belushi's one of them, and then the big one that tries to... That's, like, gonna fight him, because Arnold just fights all these, like, con men Santas, is Big Show. And I could just... I I knew that long before, because you could just tell from his voice and everything. Sinbad in the movie commits domestic terrorism and also almost murders that kid. And that's kind of glossed over. He sets off a bomb in front of a bunch of like on on a bunch of cops by accident, I should say. Still domestic terrorism. And then he well com- basically commits domestic terrorism again by hijacking a parade and almost killing Arnold's son. And then, of course, you know, the whole Turbo Man. Like, there's not much to say about this. There's just a few. I just want to point out a few of the funny things that I noticed. Um, and then Turbo Man. And I actually saw a Turbo Man toy in Walmart this year. I know. I know. Walmart. Didn't want to be there any more than you wanted me to be there. But it was there, and I almost bought it. And I went back to get it, and it was gone, just like in, in Jingle All the Way. And that was sad, because I was actually going to buy it. And have it just like as a decoration, but it, but I was uh, but I was Arnold in that situation, and I, I didn't get my Turbo Man toy. And of course, the um, quote from that movie that I always love is, "Put that cookie down now." I should just have that as like a reminder to me, so that I should have Arnold just yelling, "Put that cookie down!" Anytime I try and eat. Uh, Sugar or candy or cake or anything like that. Put that cookie down! Now! Well, I think that'll just about wrap up our Christmas special for the year. Um, I hope you guys all have a great Christmas. I hope you... Um, Enjoy your your week leading up to Christmas and all the festivities, and I hope you have a lot of fun. Be safe. Um, I'm planning on actually going to church this year. I don't know if you saw the episode last week, but um, it was a good talk. And I'm not a very religious person. I am a spiritual person. And I've been dealing with a lot of stuff in my head, mostly... You know, I've talked about it a lot, but mostly like anxiety of death and things of that na- that nature. And there is something telling me that I should go to church. At least, you know, I'm not going to go, re- you know, every weekend or anything like that. But of any time to go, I think Christmas would definitely be the time to go. Um, I'm going to be one of those guys that just goes to church on Christmas this, this year. But it's it's literally something that's kind of been needing to happen for me. And last week's talk with Charlie really kind of helped me feel like I was pushed more in that direction. And I've just had a weird, I've had a feeling in myself that I kind of just need to go. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to start my Christmas day by going to church. I'm going to go meet up with the family. We're going to open presents, have dinner, just hang out, do all that. Um, Christmas Eve, we always go look at Christmas lights. 
And I always watch The Grinch on Christmas Eve. That is always my Christmas Eve movie. So I'll be doing that. Uh, those are my Christmas traditions. And um, I guess I'll leave you with um, just some Christmas wishes that I have for all of you. Especially coming into the new year. Um, I just, I would hope that you all have a blessed Christmas. I hope you are fulfilled in your life. I hope you feel fulfilled. And if you don't, I would implore you to do whatever you can to change that. Anything that, you know, seek out your goals, seek out your dreams, reach for the stars, be fulfilled in your life. Um, I highly, highly recommend. This is probably the most important thing. Love your family. Cherish, cherish them because you never know. You know, even just last night, man, I was, like I said, I had been drinking with, with the band and whatnot. And on my drive home, I was thinking about my uncle and just how much I miss him. And how much I wish he was here for Christmas this year. So, cherish your family. Make sure to let them know how much you care about them. And, um... Be, be full of joy. Be a giving person. Don't don't look to, to receive. Look to give. And, um... Love yourself, too. That's a big one. Make sure to love yourself. Because it's hard to love others when you can't, when you don't really love yourself. So, that's a big important one too. So I would, I would say that to you as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's about all I got for you. I hope you guys have a great Christmas, great holidays, and um, I appreciate you watching this episode. And I hope it gave you a little bit of a laugh, even though I said some fucked up stuff. I hope it. You understand it was all just jokes, just joking around. Obviously, I don't want to cancel Christmas. I'm not the Grinch. Um, but yeah, we're just having fun here, and we're just we're just hoping to spread joy and spread laughter and and uh, make you guys happy and let you know that life is a garden, and we truly do need to dig it. And that's the bot. You know, it's it's the truth. We only got this one life. You gotta, you truly do have to dig it and love it and love yourself and love every every moment that you get to have. So, thank you very much. And so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two. Although it's been said. Many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas.